Welcome to the Maple Grove Scripture Reading Podcast, Episode 9, Deuteronomy 7 through 27. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Scripture Reading Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Spencer. Today we're going to be talking about the last book of the Torah, the book of Deuteronomy. If you remember from last week, we spoke about Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 5, which Jesus quoted as being the greatest commandment. Let me read that to you again. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Today I want to focus on something that kind of popped up to me as I was reading. All of the verses that I highlighted this week tended to do with this verse, but it was in a way that um, Moses was telling the Israelites what to do in order to kind of uh, be able to follow this verse in chapter 6, or this, this command to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind, or with all your might, as they entered the promised land. And there are a few commands that we get here, but really just a few reminders of some things. And most of them focus on what to do with the people and with their gods as they enter into the promised land. Because you have to remember, the people that inhabited the promised land worshipped all kinds of other gods. What I want to start with here is in chapter 7, verses 5 through 6, and a command for this idea of of not worshiping the other gods. And it says this in, in verse 5, This is what you're to do with them. Break down their altars, smash their sacred stones, cut down their Asherah poles, and burn their idols in the fire. For you are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you out of all the peoples on the earth, on the face of the earth, to be his people, his treasured possession. And so the command here is to, once they enter the promised land, to go and to destroy any remnants of of worshiping other gods, because... God knows that if if the Israelites did not do this, that they would start to worship these other gods. And he doesn't want them to do this like he says, because he says they are a people that are holy to the Lord. And that the Lord has, has chosen them out of all the peoples on the face of the earth to be his treasured possession. And so that's our first little glimpse at this in in our talk today. The second one that I want to go to is in chapter 10 and verses 12 through 22. Let me just read that whole thing to you. And now, O Israel, what does the Lord ask of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to observe the Lord's commands and decrees that I'm giving you today for your own good. To the Lord your God belong the heavens, even the highest heavens, the earth, and everything in it. Yet the Lord set his affection on your forefathers and loved them, and he chose you, their descendants, above all the nations as it is today." 
circumcise your hearts, therefore, and do not be stiff-necked any longer, for the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality and accepts no bribes. He defends the cause of the fatherless and the widow and loves the alien, giving him food and clothing. And you are to love those who are aliens, for you yourselves were aliens in Egypt. Fear the Lord your God and serve him. Hold fast to him and take your oaths in his name. He is your praise. He is your God who performed for you those great and awesome wonders you saw with your own eyes. Your forefathers who went down into Egypt were 70 in all, and now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars in the sky." such a cool passage but the first part of it you know where it asks you know what does the lord your god ask of you but to fear the lord your god to walk in all his ways to love him to serve the lord with all your heart and with all your soul and to observe the lord's commands and decrees they're asking you know what what beyond these things loving the lord Fearing the Lord with that respectful fear, as, as you would if, if God just showed up. Um, loving the Lord, your God, with all your heart, with all your soul. Observing his commandments. What more does he ask of you? And the answer to that is nothing. He, he, he doesn't ask any more than that. That's why in chapter 6, that is the greatest commandment. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, um, with all your might. And what he's what Moses is reminding the people is like he doesn't ask for anything more than that. That's what he wants you to do. Just follow his commands and love him. And and that's that will do all of these things. And then in verses fourteen through twenty two, he just tells you why the Lord is worthy of that. Um he gives just an amazing little short what eight verse treatise on why the Lord is worthy of your Lord, of your love. And and so that's just I I just wanted to pull that up because I think that is an amazing little section there. Okay, now I want to jump to chapter 18 and in verse starting in verse 9. And in chapter 18 and verse 9 it it talks about again it gives another command uh, let me just read. When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, do not lean. Or, sorry, do not learn to imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. Let no one be found among you who sacrifices his son or daughter in a fire, who practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witchcraft, or casts spells, or who is a medium or spiritu- a spiritist, or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord, and because of these detestable practices, the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. So again, he is talking about don't imitate the detestable ways of the nations there. So he's saying don't imitate the people of the promised land that are there already that do things that are not the way that they should be done, that that are not um, the Lord's way. And and so he's telling them don't imitate these people. And in fact, in, in chapter 20, he talks about what should be done with these people 
Um, he gives the command here in, in chapter 20, verse 16. He says, However, in the cities of the nations the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, and that's in the promised land. He says, Do not leave alive anything that breathes. Completely destroy them, the Hittites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Hivites, and Jebusites, as the Lord your God has commanded you. Otherwise, they will teach you to follow all the detestable things they do in worshiping their gods, and you will sin against the Lord your God. So he talks about in chapter 18 not to imitate these people, and now in chapter 20 they are given the command to go and and completely destroy these people because they God knows what will happen if they do not destroy them. He knows the people, he knows the Israelites will follow after these gods. And you know, he says that in verse 18 they will teach you to follow all the detestable things they do in worshiping their gods, and you will sin against the Lord your God. So it's not even just like, well, this may happen, or this, you know, there's a good chance that this will happen. He's like, no, no, I know you. This will happen. And this is a pretty important thing, because God knows that, that when if the Israelites go into the Promised Land and they do not destroy all of these people, then... The gods that they worship, the false gods that they worship, these idols will pervade, they will sink in, because it's like when you get into a culture that is not your own, that culture tends to work its way into you. And we will see that. We will see that with the Israelites, and and that's a problem. That's a problem. They will sin against the Lord their God. But back in chapter 11, back in chapter 11, God gives a a command, Moses, as he's talking here, gives a command to help with this, to help the Israelites remember God. And this is in chapter 11, verses 18 through 21, where it says this, "Fix Fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Teach them to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates so that your days and the days of your children may be many in the land the Lord swore to give you, to give your forefathers as many as the days that the heavens are above the earth. What is he saying here? He's saying to put the Lord's words on your heart. To, to put them in your minds, to put them wherever you can so that you will not forget them. That is such good advice, even for us today. To, to write the Lord's words on our hearts, to write them on our door frames, to write them wherever we can, that we are constantly reminded about them. To write them on our hearts means, you know, we should be memorizing Scripture, like we should be internalizing Scripture. And and that takes more than just a 20 minutes a day daily reading. And, and I'm not saying that the reading that we're doing is bad, because it is not. It is good. We are getting alone with God. But it is it is very important to to internalize that, not just to read it, but to internalize it. And a lot of that is just going to take work. If you're like me and your memory is not that great, you know, it takes work. It's going to take work to really do this to where you are writing scripture in your heart, to where you can recall it easily, um, to where it, it just constantly reminds you of who God is. 
Because that's, that's the point of this. It's so that they do not forget the Lord. It's that they do not forget the Lord. Like in chapter 8, they talk about not forgetting the Lord. Otherwise, they will become proud. And that's what we want to do. We don't want to forget the Lord because we don't want to take credit for what he has done. So we need to do these types of things too, where where we say where we fix the words of the Lord on our hearts, on our minds. You know, we do whatever we can, tie them as symbols on our hands, bind them to your forehead, teach them to your children, talk about them at morning, noon, and night, and and write them on the door frames of your houses and and on your gates. So the days of so you know for for them it was the days and the days of their children might be many in the promised land. For us, this is just that we get to spend time with God. We get to internalize His Word again. That's that's partly what this is for: is to be able to help you just spend time alone with God. To be able to live out Deuteronomy 6, verses 4 through 5. To love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and strength. That's what it's all about. And so talking about this with other people, you know, like it says, to talk about this when you're at home and on the road, before you get up, when you lie down. Um, talking about this is big. And so that's, again, why we have a comment section available on the episode page. So if you go to the episode 9 page on our website at maplegrove.church slash scripture, you can leave comments and we can have discussions there. We can talk about all of what we've talked about in, in today's episode we can also talk about some things that maybe you picked up in Deuteronomy um that that I didn't talk about because there is a lot still in here and so we just have that opportunity available for you on the website and uh, I hope you she'll take advantage of it so uh, that's about all that I've got for today. Um, next week, we are going to be finishing up Deuteronomy. In fact, on Sunday, we'll be finishing up Deuteronomy, and we will be getting into uh, we'll be getting into Joshua starting on Monday. And we're going to get into the next chapter of the Read Scripture reading program. We're going to get out of the wilderness and into the Promised Land with Joshua and Judges. So I'm really looking forward to that. That's going to be the next couple of weeks. Um, hope you have a great week. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to the Maple Grove Christian Church Scripture Reading Podcast. You can find out more information about our church at our website at www.maplegrove.church. You can also follow us on social media at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MGCCBtown. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and the Google Play Store. Thanks again for listening.